Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Gentle Art of Crushing It show, where we focus on learning and sharing with our listeners all there is to know about how to create success in our lives. This show stands on the shoulders of giants. Our mission is to empower and inspire our listeners to create the life of their dreams whilst having a blast in the process. Let's celebrate life together. Welcome to the show. Well, hello. Welcome to today's episode of the Gentle Art of Crushing It podcast. My name is Derek Felch. I'm a real estate investor. I focus on mainly single family homes and short-term rentals. In addition, I work with a team of folks who help manage short and midterm rentals around the country. Our podcast here features a few different hosts each week, and our purpose in this podcast endeavor is to help others succeed in whatever target they're aiming. Each of us is committed to do what we can to share stories and lessons that we and others have learned with you. And let's be honest, there are a ton of podcasts to choose from, and we appreciate you checking ours out. If you like what you hear, if you could share it with someone else, it would certainly help us spread our message even more. On today's episode, I'm sharing a recording of a presentation that was recently done for a personal finance mastermind that I host. The particular topic of this month was on habits and how important those habits are for us to develop in achieving the targets we set for ourselves. And that's true of not just personal finance, but anything in our life that we desire to see change, habits are the building blocks to seeing that change. And so I asked a guy that I interviewed on this podcast about 30 episodes ago, Lenny the Boss, to come and share what he has learned about habits and how to implement them, how to develop them, implement them, and continue to build on them to bring about the things you're wanting in life. And he did an incredible job, and I think this recording was full of some real actionable items that you can take and use in your day-to-day life. And so I think if you find yourself at times getting stuck or losing focus or feeling frustrated as you have these goals and ideas and, and desires that you're not able to get to, I think you'll find value in this episode. And I hope you, that you enjoy it. And with all that being said, let's take you right into that presentation. Let's say thank you for having me. I really, truly do uh, appreciate it. And I'll take these things lightly. So I've stayed up. 24 hours putting together the best PowerPoint presentation that I could. Right. But um, uh, all seriousness, um, I was sitting back thinking, I said, man, what should I do? Derek's a good guy. Rob's a good girl. I got to give them something good. Right. And I said, uh, what I'm going to do. So I figured I'd do a little something different. You know, I'm pretty sure you're going to hear about all the goal setting, which I am so huge on. Right. You're going to hear about all of the, um, uh, like you said, finances and what you can do and how to carry the one and all that other good stuff. Right. You know, so figured that I talk about something that's probably not so sexy and see how I can keep you guys up. I put myself up to a challenge. So I'm going to talk about habits tonight. Right. Because life is just about that. Life is about your habits. Whatever habits you have, this is who you are right so with that being said um you know i I do teach you know a lot of this stuff so i'm going to run through this just like a regular lesson i am an interactive guy so i'm going to interact with a few people for sake of time i'm just going to ask maybe one or two people to interact with me if you don't mind you know anytime i do anything you know always start with gratitude anytime right because 
The problem with this world and all of us live in it is that we let one thing, one thing stop so many great things that goes on in our lives. So, you know, what I like to do, you know, this is an interactive moment. If maybe one or two people, I like to take, you know, maybe one person come on, come off mute, be brave enough and tell us one thing you're grateful for. I don't care what it is. And don't take longer than 30 seconds. Whatever it is, you can say, hey, I'm grateful that I got a beautiful wife that I sleep next to. Doesn't matter. I want somebody to come on, come, you know, uh, come unmute. Doesn't matter who it is. And just tell me in the whole entire group one reason why you're so grateful. Come on. Everybody don't be so shy. Brad, I see you reaching, man. Come on. Come on. One person. Don't make me sorry. All right, there we go. Reading something, I said, Jess, what is it? She said, no, don't. I was like, okay. All right. I'm grateful for the sunshine. We've had a lot of gray, and we've had just recently some nice, warm, sunshiny weather, and that's awesome. Yeah, it was minus seven last week, so yeah, it's nice. Agreed. Awesome. Awesome. I love it, love it, love it. And that's what it's about. It's about being grateful, finding those things. Be great. Can someone else come on and give me one reason why they're grateful today? Doesn't matter uh-huh. what it is. Yeah, I am. I'm grateful for a career that I I just love doing. Get pumped up, excited to do every day. Especially when the sun's shining like it has been here, it makes it very very fun to go work outside. That's awesome. And where, where are you located? We're we're all around Kansas City and Lawrence area. Okay. okay, you guys feeling good too? Kansas City Chiefs to what to the Super Bowl again? Yeah. So happy <laughs> about that. But no, but uh, all seriousness, I always like to, and I and how I usually run my calls is everybody comes on and and give one thing and one reason why they're grateful because it set the tone. It sets the tone on thinking positive you know not allowing that one thing to outshine another you know 50 things that you've done great or felt good about all through the day right so another thing i i usually do and i'm gonna take one or two people hopefully someone else can share is i always share one big or one small win you know because once again we're up 24 hours in a day And there's so many wins throughout the day, but we tend to allow that one problem to overshine all of our wins. So who would like to come on and share a big win or a small win? Doesn't matter what it is, big win or small win. It could be this week. It could be this month. It can be today. Share one big win, share one small win. Anyone. It could be the same people if you want to come on. Share one big dare. Come on, share a big. You started off. Share one, one win. One big win. Big I uh, I started uh, working out on a treadmill last April first, and I just passed one hundred and seventy five workouts this week on that treadmill. That's big. That's huge. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Thank awesome. 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 Will anyone else want to share a win? Any share a win? Um, Let's do. It. I was able to purchase some some uh some rental property this year this past year uh kind of a big step for me in that direction and uh maybe little win is that i've reached out and gotten some people or gotten one person that might be able to start doing some some admin or book work for me because i'm not a bookkeeper by any means so that's a little one 
fantastic. Well, you know, I have a real estate background, so I'm a real estate investor. So I'm I'm rooting for you over there. Congratulations. And once again, it's all about that. You know, every single day, you know, there's um things that goes on during the day, and we tend to allow, you know, that one thing, that one problem overshine every win. So I like to sit back and you know and do that. So one of the things I do every single morning. Um, is I write five reasons why I'm grateful. So in my phone here, right, I have a, a, a notepad, real simple, real easy, you know, nothing uh, too crazy. And I go in every single morning and you can check, right? I'm not sure if you can see it, but you see how much I go in every morning, right? <laughs> and I sit here and I write at least five reasons why I'm grateful, you know, because it set my day. It set my tone, allow me to sit there and not be mad all the things that are petty, you know, because I'm telling you things in this life, you'll be mad at your significant other because they stepped on your shoe, you know, and not realizing that they're so beneficial in so many different ways. And it started that way, actually, for me, is that, you know, talking to my wife and getting upset with her, I had to sit back and check myself and say how grateful I am to have her in my life. And I had to start listing those things. And when I list those things, all those insignificant things that I felt that was important, they just became nothing. And then I adapted that habit just to sit here and I write anything. I write, I'm grateful for waking up this morning in this bed because it's zero degrees outside, right? With heat, you know, whatever it is that comes to my mind, I make sure I have at least five. And that's something that, you know, I'm telling you guys and ladies, hopefully you can do it too. Makes you feel good. Make you feel great. All right. So let's just jump into this. So uh, welcome to our journey to success mindset uh, mentoring program where you know, um, we're going to talk about habit building today. All right. Now, I do have a set of rules that I usually go through. Like I said, I'm going to kick this off just like I usually do. One of the most important things you can have in life or two, I should sit there and say, is a pen in the pad. So if you don't have one, you actually need one because trying to sit here and have things here in the head national bank, it does not work. You need to write it down. Um, respect each other, which, you know, I, I, I'm talking to Derek, so I, I have no uh, 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 queries on that. And uh, there's no such thing as no dumb questions. Well, actually, they are the ones you don't ask. So if you have a question, you know, is a chat box down here? Use it. Don't keep it in your head. Write it in the chat. And we just sit here and bring it up and address it. All right. Uh, and have fun. As you can see, I'm an energetic guy. I like to interact and I like to have some fun while we learn. Now, the most important thing here really is execution, right? You know, anything that you learn here tonight, you have to go out and immediately execute because, you know, if you don't, it's great that you know it, but if you're not putting it in action, it means nothing at the end of the day. So make sure that you do execute. Now, with that being said, there's a quote that I go by all the time. I read this quote maybe two or three times a week and I'm gonna read it to you guys. There are two primary choices in life. One, to accept the conditions as they exist or two, accept the responsibility changing them. Now you have to think to yourself, who are you, right? It's only two choices. You either gonna accept what's going on in your life or you're going to do something about it. And 
when I read that for the very first time for me, it was very profound. And I have I have a vision board right here in front of me and I have it big on my vision board so I can read it because, look, the days are long. Things come in and out of your life. And sometimes you feel like you're a tree that just stuck. And that quote brings me back to life to tell me I'm not a tree. And if I don't enjoy what I'm doing right now, if I don't enjoy, you know, people that's in my life, if I don't enjoy what I'm working on, then guess what? I have the power to change that. I really do. And I want to let all of you have it. So if you don't have this quote, take a screenshot of it, write it down. It's a powerful quote, you know, because sometimes we feel like we're stuck like a tree. Now, in this case, I like to show this, right? 99 people, 99% of people in life is this guy right here. They get to the edge of the cliff, whatever that cliff is. That can be starting a new business. That can be going to college. That could be whatever that thing is. They get there and they look and they stare and they wait and they wait and they wait and they wait. And then there's the 1%. The 1% jump. And the 1% that jump, they are the ones that actually have the lives that we have the lives that we want to mimic because we never saw them jump. We never saw that they, you know, hit this water and had to swim the shore. We never saw that part. We just saw that they they made it to shore and that's it, you know, and we have to start being a part of the 1% and not the 99% of the individuals that get to a point where they just get there. They're there. All you have to do is jump. You know, so one of the things I just want you to know, so if you don't take anything else out of anything that I've said or I'm going to say today, know that you need to be a, a one percenter and you need to be the individual that jump on your goals and on your dreams, all right? So I'm going to tell you a little bit about who I am, then we're going to jump into this lesson. All right, so um, I'm a guy who was born in North Philadelphia. If you know anything about North Philadelphia, um, it's probably not the uh, best of places to live, okay? Um, we're not proud to say, but probably top five, if not top three, murder capital every year, okay? Um, and But that's where I was born and raised. I'm a family man first. You know, I'm a husband, a father, and yes, this spring chicken here is a grandfather as well. I'm a brother and a friend to many. And uh, my mother, she had nine, she had 10 children, right? I have nine brothers and sisters. We grew up in a three uh, bedroom home with one bathroom in the row home. All right. My mother was a single uh, parent, you know, so uh, money and um, anything like that, we didn't have. We was broke. We was probably broker than broke. So whatever you think is broke, we was like two or three levels broker than that. You know, so. You know, um, so I come from very humble uh, beginnings and everything I've learned. I just really got out of my comfort zone and went out and learned. Um, I have an awesome um, relationship with my savior. I'm an entrepreneur, a motivational speaker, obviously a real estate investor, a college grad. Uh, in my old life, I was working for 22 years as the vice president of operations. I had a staff up to about 200 people at one time responsible for well over a billion dollars in AR 
as well as responsible for collecting over 300 million annually for our clients. I recently opened something called the Kids Real Estate and Financial Literacy Academy. Um, if you want to hear about that, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about that later on. But that's something I'm super passionate about because I always think and say, hey, if I knew financial literacy and real estate at a very young age, then I'm going to tell you to be truthful. Derek, we never would have met, dude, because I would have been on a totally different path going down a totally different lane, you know, and I probably would have been owning, you know, properties out there in Maui, you know, not just out there visiting, right? Going to the events. So, um, and my passion behind that is to give these kids, which I did with anyone from the fourth grade all the way to through the 12th of uh, financial literacy and uh, real estate and mindset and assets versus liabilities, credit. I mean, I go through this whole shebang. It's a four-class series, you know, um, four sets of classes where the kids come in and they learn all this stuff. So that's something I'm super passionate about. Um, I also have a podcast. It's called Find Your Freedom. So uh, feel free to look us up, uh, subscribe, take a listen to us. We're pretty cool, I think, anyway. All right. So um, and also have a um, portfolio shy of about $4 million. So I want to talk about another quote here. All right. I'm going to read this. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. I'm going to read that again. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Now, this quote, right, you know, um, it emphasizes systems. And when you think of systems, what do you think of? You should think of habits, right? So, you know, we set up in our lives, you know, to play this larger role in our success. So that's what it's about, is about, and that's what I'm talking about tonight is about habits and habits are your systems. And the better your habits are, guess what? The better you going to be in any and every fashion of your life. All right. So let's just jump right into it. Now, question here. What are habits, right? Do you believe if you change your habits, it would change your life? Think about that. Do you believe if you change your habits, it would change your life? Right? Well, check this out. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Habits, automatic behaviors or routines that are performed regularly, you know, um, often without even thinking. You know, example being, you know, I hope this is an example for everyone. I want to sit here and say, you know, it can be as simple as brushing your teeth in the morning. I pray that everybody have that habit by now. That's what it's on this phone, right? You know, or which is this is a bad habit, I say, maybe a good habit for others, you know, is something as complex as checking your phone every few minutes, right? I have to sit here and check myself sometimes with that because that's a bad habit I have. I'm sitting here checking my phone. I'm with my son. I'm with my wife. You know, we're eating. I'm looking at the phone. That's terrible. I'm not sitting here being in the moment, right? So a good habit is that I got great hygiene. You know, my mother paid a lot of money for these teeth, right? You know, um, and then the, the second thing is, 
you know, I have to change the habit of always taking a listen, you know, or take taking a look at my phone, I should sit here and say, but why are they important, right? Habits shape who we are. Now think about it. Habits shape who we are. They influence our health, our productivity, as well as our happiness. You know, and that's the reason why I wanted to talk to you, talk about it tonight, because we are what our habits are. Okay. And the routines we follow ultimately form the person we become. So mastering our habits is 100% critical. Okay. 100% critical on our upbringing, on our living, on what we want to do in this life. Right. You know, so earlier I mentioned about systems, you know, and I probably should have replaced that word with habits, you know, and I want you to constantly really think about that. All right. Now let's talk about the science of habits just a little bit. All right. So <clears throat> habits, right. Habits work in three parts, three parts. I'm sorry. It's the crew, the routine and the reward. All right. So the cue triggers for behavior. Okay. The routine, the behavior itself, which is the habit itself. I want you to think about that one, right? The reward is the benefit gained from the behavior that tells our brains what? Hey, this is worth remembering next time. Right. That's the reward. And, I, and by show of hands, we have a lot of rewards that goes on <laughs> in our minds. Right. You know, but think about it. This cycle is repeated until the behavior becomes automatic. Right. You know, and can you believe that habits make up 40 percent, if not more, of your daily activities? 40 percent. Of your daily activities. Sorry about that. Now, excuse me. The key to building good habits is to start small. All right. You know, we 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 talk to all these gurus and they sit here and they say, Oh my God, you know, you gotta go big, you gotta go big, you gotta go big. And yeah, you do got to go big after you establish who you are, you know? And one of the things that you can do is you can start small, okay? So is is this idea is perfect, you know, captured. Have anyone read the book, um, what's the name of it? Uh, Atomic Habits by uh, James Clear. Okay, cool. So, you know, so I think Zach raised his hand. I'm not sure if I saw anyone else. But you you know that he's big, you know, on habits. So he talks about, you know, making these small gains, right? You know, 1% movements, improvements, I'm sorry, that they accumulate over time, right? They accumulate and lead to significant changes. You know, think of it like pennies, right? So when you are um, saving pennies, you know, the pennies might seem insignificant, one penny at a time, one penny at a time, one penny at a time. But, you know, those small increments 
and habits, you know, over a period of time, saving those pennies, what happens? It comes to a significant amount of money, you know, and that's the way you have to think of your 1%. I always sit back and say to myself, I always looking to get at least one or 2% better. That's it. One or 2% better tomorrow. One or 2% better the next day. One or 2% better the next day. Because the accumulation of percentages of getting better, I'm just totally getting better over, 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 and over again. Now, how to build new habits. So, Let's discuss how we can build some new habits, all right? Now, change, make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. So, if you want to start running every morning, do something like make it obvious. You might want to start by taking out your clothes in the, the night before, Right? You want to make it attractive. By making it attractive, what do you want to do? You want to sit here and pick some type of scenic route so you can run. And then you want to make it as easy as possible, right? By maybe starting with just 10 minutes running and making it satisfying by rewarding yourself with, you know, maybe like a smoothie or something. So right now, you know, every year I run this 10-mile run, right? I'm no runner, just to let you know. I'm no runner. However, I wrote out a regiment to get me to 10 miles so I can run 10 miles nonstop. And it's 100% this. And I call it my five and five plan. For the first two weeks, all I do is walk. That's it. Walk for three miles. I walk three miles. Every single day, I get out and just walk three miles. And I track it on this run tracker thing that I have. And then two weeks after that, because now that my body understands that I'm getting out every day and I'm being active, the next two weeks is when my five on five plan start. I run for five minutes, I walk for five minutes. I run for five minutes, I walk for five minutes for two weeks. And then the next two weeks, I run for 10, run for walk for five. Run for 10, walk for five. After the, a month, I'm running three miles with no problem. You know, and then I continue to build off of that. You know, two weeks, three miles, add a mile or two, add another mile to another mile or two. And that's what you want to think about by getting better as well as building habits. Right. So how to build new habits. All right. So I just want to reinforce these simple steps. All right. So there are four laws of behavior change in the set of simple laws. I'm sorry, the set of simple to create good habits. One, we just talked about, we want to make sure that we do what? Make it obvious. Design your environment to provide a clear trigger, okay? You want to make it attractive. Associate that habit with something that's positive, that's going to make you feel good, make you feel great. You want to make it somewhat easy, right? Reduce any friction. Start with a simple version of a habit like me, running. I know I got to run 10 miles, okay, nonstop. I'm not going to get out there and just start running. I could start walking, making it very simple for myself, right? You know, um, making it satisfying, providing some type of reward. One of the things that a lot of people don't do, you know, is providing rewards. So you want to do that 100%, okay? You want to be consistent. 
you know, consistency is the key to habit building. 100 percent It's not about, you know, making the one time huge efforts, but rather about the small, consistent actions. OK, you know, here's a quote. Long term consistency prompts short term intensity at any given day of the week. All right. Now, the power of habit stacking. And if you don't know about habit stacking, this is where you might want to take a picture of this right here, because this is where the money is really made. Right. With habit stacking. OK, so habit stacking, you know, disinvolves adding new habits immediately before or after an existing one, making it easy to remember and stick to new habits. All right. So habit stacking is a concept that you take. You know, habit stacking is a concept where you take a habit that you're already doing consistently and you stack that habit. Okay. You know, and it's like saying, and this is a good one, right? I don't drink coffee, but I, I get up in the morning and I drink a lot of water and I drink tea at times and I actually meditate right after. But, you know, it's like saying after I pour my coffee, I will meditate for five minutes. So now you're habit stacking that now that that's a trigger. Every time you drink your coffee in the morning, you already have that trigger now of saying, I'm going to meditate. That's how you're going to sit here and stack up your habits. Okay. By linking your new habits to a cycle that's already built into your brain, you're going to get your coffee. You know, if you're a coffee drinker, you know, the first thing you're going to do when you wake up is get that coffee and nothing's going to stop you. You're actually people in your family already know not to talk to you until you drink that coffee first. And once you drink the coffee, then it's all game. It's all fair. Well, guess what? You already know that's going to happen as a part of your habit. You want to build onto that. That's the way that you sit here and you start to stack on habits. And, you know, and I'm just using coffee because it's very, um, uh, a, a uniform for everybody. Like everybody can relate to either themselves or someone that you can't speak to that person until they get their cup of coffee, you know? So th that's some of the things that you 100% want to think about is habit stacking and, and, and adding a habit to a already existing habit that you're 100% in mode for and drinking coffee is one of them. All right. Um, overcoming challenges and building habits. All right. So obviously building new habits is isn't always easy. You know, we face obstacles like lack of time, lack of energy or um, even lack of initial motivation. You know, they say it takes 21 days to break a habit. All right. So here are some techniques where I can show you. Right. So one, understanding the deep reason or motivation behind wanting to build a new habit. Why? You know, a lot of people don't ask that question. Why? Shoot, I go as far these days, before I even buy something from the store, I ask myself, why am I buying this? I found out that by asking myself that simple question, saved a lot of money because I'm like, I don't even know why I'm really truly buying this. 
let me just put it back. I just see it because it's a cupcake and I like cupcakes, but you know, I'm just buying it because I actually see the cupcake. I'm not buying it because it means something. I'm not buying it because I'm trying to sit here and butter up my wife. So, you know, we could bump toes at night. I could say, Hey, you know, I'm going to buy this cupcake for her. Cause I know that she loved this cupcake. I'm going to bring it home. And, you know, hopefully I get lucky. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's a different story. Now I have a big why there, right? You know, but if I'm sitting here just being greedy, you know, sitting here seeing the, the, the butterscotch crimpet there or the honey bun or whatever the situation is, I have to ask myself why. Now, sometimes it still don't stop me. I sit here saying to myself, because I want it there and i get it but what it does is it really truly stop you from buying some unnecessary things that you really 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 truly don't need all right so that's something that you want to sit here and think about you know and when you are clear about your why it's easier to stay motivated and overcome challenges so um here's another uh book of recommendation um the five second rule so if you haven't read the five second rule is by Mel Robbins, you know, um, I say, get it. I'm an audio guy. I suggest that you get the audio because she is very um, dramatic <laughs> reading the book and is very entertaining, you know, hearing her read the book rather than you read it. Jeff. But hey, I just say get it because the five second rule is basically something that teaches you to get your ass up when you don't want to get up, you know, and don't do something when you really don't want to do it. I don't want to spill the beans. I want you to go ahead and get the book, but it's by Mel Robbins, The Five Second Rule. I read that book at least one time a year, okay? So with that being said, you know, i like to hear from some of you if possible. What, what would be a good way to habit stack a personal finance habit? That makes sense. A good way to habit stack personal finance habit. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. Um, let me let me give give me a minute to think about that. Um, a good way to habit stack um finances. I okay. Here's a way. I'm not sure if it's good, but here's a way. So earlier today. I was actually talking to my finance guy that's in control of all of my movements and stuff. And, um, and one of the things that I actually, you know, tell people and teach people, I say a, a lot of people have a problem with saving money, you know, and I understand, you know, um, the, 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 the thing that everybody says usually is, Oh, when I make more money, that's when I save. But that's the biggest lie that there are. I'm just letting you know. When you make more money, that's the more money you're going to spend. Why? Because of your habits. Okay. So if you make a habit right now of saving $5 a day or $5 a paycheck, then when that paycheck get bigger, then you will already be a habit of saving. If you're already spending all your money. But one, one of the things that I, I would tell everybody and what I do tell everyone is that um, you don't want to see the money. And what I mean by that is you want to get something called like an automatic withdrawal, right? You know, so um, you can set it up to take money out on payday, right? So if you get paid every week or you get paid every two weeks, it'll automatically withdraw like it's taxes, you know, and 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 that's the quickest way that I have seen 
you know, um, people save money, right? You know, because you don't see it. Now, I also tell people, you know, don't get a checkbook for this account. Don't get a, uh, a, a credit card, no debit card, no anything like that. Make this bank at a place where you can't even drive to, right? You know, and by doing that, once again, you're putting yourself in position to succeed. One, you know, is an automatic withdrawal when you get paid. Two, you can't write a check out of it. Three, you can't use your debit card because you don't have one. And then four, you can't go to the bank because it's like an hour or two drop away from you. So, you know, by putting those things in place, you would sit there and have some savings. And that's what came to my mind because I was talking to my finance guy earlier about it. If you were going to start doing some habit stacking or start some new habits in general, is there like a maximum amount of habits? Like, do you want to only do one or two at a time? Or if you start stacking, you know, three different habits on top of each other, do you lose the, you know the energy behind it all? Like, is it best to just start like, all right, this week, I'm just going to work on two new habits. Yeah, actually, I will start with just one. You know, I will sit here and just say, you know, hey, I want to form a, a new habit, right? And I will sit there and look at, I would actually, I'm a big pen and paper guy, right? I'm a big pen and honestly, three by five guy, right? So, I, I take them and I write down, I will write down all of my good habits that I have today. And then I will figure out what's that new habit that I want to form. And I pair it to one of the existing habits that I have until that new thing becomes a habit. Why? Because it builds a level of confidence. It builds a level of accomplishment. And then as you feel accomplished, right? What happens in your confidence high, then you go for two, right? And then you sit here and you start going for three, you know, and that's the way that you want to do it. The problem is, is I call it the seven plate theory, right? And the seven plate theory is that you have too much good food on your plates and you can't eat off every plate. So one plate, you have some steak, the other plate, you have some lobster the other plate you have some salmon the other plate you have some shrimp linguine you can't take a bite off of every plate because every plate still will be full and you fall you have to eat one plate at a time so pick a plate right eat that plate and then sit here pick another plate eat that plate and that can be kind of like your habit building you know kind of tying into some of your existing habits what are some habits that you've recently implemented that you've started doing? Okay, this is a good one. This this is probably not as... um, Or one that's kind of something that you are glad that you've done or changed. I am. Even if it's this not is something I'm very, I'm very proud of. And um, I'm very... I, I probably... Um, I critique my kid a little more than I should be. And... It's because I want him to be the best version of him, right? And I don't think that that was a good thing, you know, by critiquing him on just about any and everything. So, look, son, you did this in sports, but you could have did this one. You could have kicked the ball this way in soccer rather than that way. You could have went to this hole rather than that hole, right? You know, or, hey, son, you know, um, 
you know, a couple of the other ones share his business, but a couple of the things that um, I did. So one of the habits that I formed was that was changing my mindset on that. So I sat down with him and I told him this. I said, look, honestly speaking, there's three important things in life, right? One, I have to love you, right? And I want to love you and I do love you. And that would never stop. You know, two, um, I have to make sure that I lead, right? And then three, I have to allow you to become who you are going to become. And the third one was really the one habit is that every day in my habits, I write down, I mean, my habits, my um, gratefulness, I write down, I'm grateful that I didn't critique my son today. And that's, and I, I'm saying that even before my day even started, right? And that built a habit for me that I have done recently in the last six months where I don't, I only look at the things that's important. My son must come home every day and read for 20 minutes and write for 10. You know, that's a must. I, that's a non-negotiable. But I'm not going to sit here now. I went to a soccer game the other day. You know, I didn't critique his game. I gave him encouragement. I gave him more love. I just sat here and said, son, you know, the effort out there was great. You know, you did great. You, you know, he, if he asked me questions and I, I, I answer. So, you know, like I said, that wasn't um, your, your normal habit that you'll hear from anyone, but I had a bad habit of critiquing him and I needed to change that, you know, and that's something that I, I changed and I'm very, very, very proud of because I, I do this thing called uh, reflection Fridays. And what that is, is I sit back, and right in my office here, take about 20 minutes and I reflect on everything that went on during the week from my businesses to the way I communicate with my wife to the way I communicate with my kid. Because once again, like earlier, I'm always looking to get better. And I reflect and I say, hey, and I take my three by five cards right, and I write down things I felt as though I've been doing good because I want to double down in those things. I don't want to stop. Right. And then the things that I felt as though I can get better in, I write them down too. And then I try the, the, the next following week to get to continue doubling down on what I'm doing great, right? Because obviously that's a good thing. And then those things that, um, those, those conversations that, you know, I had where maybe I used the wrong words and um, I'm a really big accountability guy. So, you know, if a conversation happened to go left, I don't blame the other person. I blame myself because I felt as though I should be able to control it. You know, maybe I used a word that was, you know, um, that touched them in the manner to make them react in a way that wasn't positive, you know. And so I just think about all those things. And over the years, um, I have gotten better, always getting better. So my communication with, you know, my better half is like at an all time high. My communication, like you're hearing now with my son is at a at a great place, you know, and. Obviously, I always just look into to get better. So that's one of the things I do. So if it's something that you might want to do is reflection Fridays, reflect on what in the world you have done during the week and see how you can continue to double down in the great department and then continue to um, or start to change some of the things that you feel as though you can get better. Your habits are big, you know, and, 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 and the problem is, in my opinion, is a lot of people don't put a lot of stock into their habits. You know, look, if you if if you have a business, right, the biggest thing about your business is putting the system in place. Period. 
right? Because if you don't put a system in place, all your chips will eventually fall. <laughs> That's the way it's going to roll, right? And if you replace the word systems in your life with habits, then it's the same thing. You know, you are personally a business. You are a business. You know, and you have to have systems in your life to sit here and ensure that things go the way that it needs to go. You know, and those systems are habits and people really need to put more stocks and habits because if your habits are great, if you focus on your habits, everything will be fine. Think about it. If you're an individual who write goals and take action to your goals because you are habit driven, it, it, it ain't about the what's on it ain't about what's on the three by five card. It's about you already have that mode of this is what I do. Right? Like I already have a mode on Fridays that I do reflections. So now it's just what are they going to be there to reflect? That's already a, a habit of mine. You know what I mean? So you really, you you want to, a lot of people focus on the thing and not focus on the habit. The habit is what makes the thing go. The habit is what makes the thing get accomplished. It's the habit. You know, if you want your breath to smell better, right? It's the habit of you flossing and brushing your teeth. You know, so like, you know, it, it, and a lot of people, in my opinion, just, get hung up on, oh my God, this is what I got to do. No, you have to form that habit. Once you form that habit, I have to run 10 miles. So the habit that I'm, I'm not worrying about it. The habit I'm forming is that I'm getting out there every day and I have a regimen in the plan. That's the habit that's going to get me to run 10 miles nonstop. So I'm focusing on making sure that I get up. I'm focusing on making sure that you know, I'm out the house by a certain time. I'm I'm tracking it and I'm doing those things. That is going to, doing those things consistently is going to allow me to run 10 miles. My goal is to run 10 miles in an hour and a half. The last time I did it, I did an hour, 47 minutes. So I got to beat that. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the end of today's episode of the presentation on habits. I want to thank you again for joining us. I hope you found some things that you can take away and apply in your life. I'll be sure to add Lenny's contact information and a link to his financial literacy class in the show notes below. Now, I would ask this, if you found any value in our content, I'd love your help in spreading the word. And if you could do us a favor, and again, share it with someone else, like and subscribe, leave a comment, review, on whatever platform you're listening to this on. It would mean the world to us, and together we can use that to spread this message and hopefully inspire others to achieve greatness. Now, if you have any questions or if there's any value that I can provide you, please feel free to reach out to me. My contact information is also listed below. And I want to thank you again for tuning in. And of course, we have new episodes coming out every week with different hosts. So if you don't like me, there's someone else that'll do a better job. Uh, but I would ask this, don't just be a passive listener. Embrace the things that are on your heart to do and do them and make each day truly amazing. Thank you again for listening. Have a great week. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. It was an amazing episode. We know we sure learned a lot and we hope you did as well. We want to take a second and thank you so much for viewing or listening to this episode. And please just know that we only ask for one favor, and that is to make this life magnificent. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.